0: Concept of Remedial Law How shall the rules of court be construed? The rules of court should be liberally constructed in order to promote their objectives of securing a just, speedy, and expensive disposition of every action and proceeding. What is the concept of remedial law? Distinguish between substantive law and remedial law. Remedial law is a branch of public law which prescribes the procedural laws to observe in litigations, whether civil, criminal, or administrative and in special proceedings as well as the remedies or reliefs available in its case. Substantive law is that part of the law which creates, defines, and regulates rights and obligations, the violation of which gives rise to a cause of action. On the other hand, remedial law prescribes the method of enforcing rights or obtaining redress for their invasion. (coughs) How are remedial laws implemented in our system of government? Remedial law are implemented in our system of government through the judicial systems, including the prosecutorial service, our courts, and quasi-judicial agencies. Give brief answers to the following. What is the doctrine of hierarchy of courts? The doctrine of hierarchy of courts provides that where there is a concurrence of jurisdiction by courts over an action or proceeding, there is an ordained sequence of recourse to such courts beginning from the lowest to the highest. A direct invocation of the Supreme Court's original jurisdiction should be allowed only when there are special and important reasons Therefore, What is the harmless error rule in relation to appeals? The harmless error rule in relation to appeals provides that the appellate court should not reverse adjustment as a result of any error or defect which does not affect the substantial right of the parties. When does the public prosecutor conduct an inquest instead of a preliminary investigation? Under the rules of criminal procedure, the public prosecutor conducts an inquest instead of a preliminary investigation when a person is lawfully arrested without a warrant involving an offense which requires a preliminary investigation. Doctrine of Non-Interference or Doctrine of Judicial Stability in rendering a decision, should a court take into consideration the possible effect of its verdict upon the public political stability and economic welfare of the nation? No because a court is required to take into consideration only the legal issues and the evidence admitted in the case. The political stability and economic welfare of the nation are extraneous to the case. They can have persuasive influence, but they are not main factors that should be considered in dealing a case. A decision should be based on the law rules of procedures, justice, and equity. However, in exceptional cases, the court may consider the political stability and economic welfare of the nation when these are capable of being taken into judicial notice uh, of and are to the case. Jurisdiction Supreme Court Distinguish Questions of Law from Questions of Fact a question of law exists when the doubt or the difference arises as to what the law is on a certain set of facts. While question of fact is when doubt or difference arises as to the truth or falsehood of the alleged facts. An appeal involved mixed questions of fact and law. There is a question of law when the doubt or difference arises as to what the law is on a certain state of facts. On the other hand, there is question of fact when the doubt or difference arises as to the truth of full of the alleged facts. Since the complaint was dismissed due to the alleged lack of appropriate board resolution from the board of directors of a good feeder corporation, the appeal will necessarily involve a factual determination of the authority to file the complaint for the said corporation. Hence, the appeal before the court of appeals is correct. Court of Appeals. Give at least three instances where the Court of Appeals may act as a trial court. A. In Alignment of Judgment under Section 5 and 6, Rule 47, should the Court of Appeals find a prima facie merit in the petition, the same shall be given due course and summons shall be served on the respondent, after which trial will follow where the procedure in ordinary civil cases shall be observed. B. When a motion for new trial is granted by the Court of Appeals, the procedure in uh, in the new trial shall be the same as the uh, granted by the Regional Trial Court. C. A petition for a BS corpus shall be set for hearing. D. In a petition for the writs of amparo and a BS data, a hearing can be conducted. E. Under Section 12 Rule 124, the Rules of Criminal Procedure, the Court of Appeals has the power to try cases and conduct hearings, receive evidence, and perform any and all acts necessary to resolve factual issues cases which fall within the original and appellate jurisdiction. F. The Court of Appeals can grant a new trial based on the ground of newly discovered evidence. G. The Court of Appeals under Section 6 Rule 46, whenever necessary to resolve factual uh, issues, may conduct hearing their own or delegate the reception of the evidence of such issues to any of its members or to the appropriate agency or office. Does the Court of Appeals have jurisdiction to review the decisions in criminal and administrative cases of the Ombudsman? Yes, but only in administrative cases. In administrative and disciplinary cases, Appeals from the Ombudsman must be taken to the Court of Appeals under Rule 43. Conversely, the Supreme Court has uh, exclusive appellate jurisdiction over decisions of the Ombudsman in criminal cases. Lanting versus Ombudsman. Court of Tax Appeal The procedure is governed by Section 11 of RA 9282, which provides that decision of a division of the Court of Tax Appeals must be appealed to the Court of Tax Appeals in Bank. Further, the CTA now has the same rank as the Court of Appeals and is no longer considered as a quasi-judicial agency. It is likewise provided in the said law that the decisions of the CTA in Bank are cognizable by the Supreme Court under Rule 45 of the Rules on Civil Procedure. Sandigan Bayan Ombudsman. Filed a case of anti graft and corrupt practices uh, violation against a governor and a certain carpintero, a private individual. However, Governor uh, Matigas was killed in an ambush. At Asaligan bayan, carpintero through counsel filed a motion to cast the information on the ground of lack of jurisdiction, arguing that with the death of Governor Matigas, there is no public officer charged in the information. The motion of was legally tenable? No. While it is true that by reason of the death of Gov. Matigas, there is no longer any public officer with whom we can charge for violation of RA 3019, it does not mean, however, that the allegation of conspiracy between them can no longer be proved or that their alleged conspiracy is already expunged. The only thing extinguished by the death of Gov. Matigas is his criminal liability, this death did not extinguish the crime nor did it remove the basis of the, of the charge of conspiracy between him and Carpintero. The requirement before a private person may be indicated for by violation of Section 3 of RA 3019, among others, is that such private person must be alleged to have acted in conspiracy with a public officer. The law, however, does not require that such person must in all instances be indirect or indicted together with a public officer. Indeed it is not necessary to join all alleged co conspirators in an indictment for conspiracy. People versus go.